Hi, hey, hope everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 149. And in today's episode, we have lots to talk about, including uh, out of left field, brand new game from Disney called Disney Dreamlight. It's like Disney's attempt at Animal Crossing. Apparently, it's pretty darn good. Overwatch 2, believe it or not, is coming out without, uh, within a month. Lots more drama. Go figure. Um, some Speaking of drama, some chess drama. You're like, what chess yeah, drama? Yeah, like, we didn't believe it either, real. but... And they were eating it up. Like when I said chess drama at first, I think they were like, mm. and then I was like I halfway sleep. through it, they were like, they were like, now wait, I wait, what? Like, yeah, like wait, what? Pretty good stuff. But there's chess drama, movie drama with Harry Styles and Chris Pine, and the brand new movie. Don't worry, darling. Did he spit on him? Hey yo, find out our take. Other things. Well, God rest the queen. Long live the king. Cyberpunk. Pokemon. Q and A. All that good stuff. So, stay tuned in this episode. See you in a second. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast, episode 100 and is this 50? Uh, no, this might be 150. 150. It's either 149 or 150. Let me check. Oh, my Lord. Survey says... We are, we're getting pretty up there. But we, you still listen, people. Uh, we love you. 149. False alarm. Oh, okay. False alarm. 169. Maybe 150. <laughs> we'll we'll get, figure out. Maybe I'll like soonish. look into like getting guests and stuff like that. Because I think in the 50s last time is when we started guest one. So maybe 100 episodes later. We'll, it was uh, also a little bit into good old pandemic. 
I think we only did like 30 episodes IRL before. Yeah. Yeah. Everything we should really hit the poop. You know what? I'm coming down. We're doing oh, an yeah? IRL. You want to do it, Blue? Oh, come on up here. I guess for you it's up. Well, I'm coming up. My bad. I can, yeah. You know, because I'm in Texas. Not, not, I'm I go up north. Maybe look at a map. You know. Northwest. Yeah. Pretty obvious that I go up. Um, but speaking of up, GGZ stonks are on the up. Oh, because oh, we're, we're the really? best podcast, and we got a oh stacked right, right, right. episode, of course, podcast. right? We always have a stacked episode. Yeah, because you know who else is stacked? Mickey Mouse. Stacked lays. Mickey, Disney. Uh, Mickey and, motherfucking Monopoly Mouse. And now they got a Monopoly on, I guess, like the new Animal Crossing craze. Um, Dude, I really want to play it. Have you guys seen anything about it? Disney Dreamlight is the name. Um, yes. I didn't know about it until last morning. I messaged Claire and I was like, babe, this kind of looks just like your game. Um, yeah, like, did, was it just like announced randomly? Because I had never heard a word. I feel like it was never marketed. It was never teased. There was no... The only thing I ever saw with Disney was like, it was like a Disney tour thing and it just looked terrible. So I had no idea about Dreamlight um, in the slightest. And then um, it just comes out, and then I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it turns out, really well received. People were really liking it. So I was like, "Oh, yeah." So for anybody that doesn't know, it says for the folks who played Animal Crossing New Horizons in the depths of 2020 and still have their switches. I'm reading this from PC Gamer. Uh, he'll line up the similarities between Animal Crossing and Dreamlight. So nice Dreamlight one. Valley has character you can customize and dress how you like, uh, a house you can similarly decorate, and the freedom to design the town as well. It has all local real, uh, real estate tycoons, Scrooge McDuck, and the, the store with a selection of clothing and furniture items that change daily. Um, it has familiar characters with their own homes around the village and has, uh, like with Animal Crossing New Horizons, somebody you know hates one of them uh, specifically. Um, you find out like eventually like which ones like get along, which ones don't get along. Uh it also has an endless list of chores, digging up treasures, collecting flowers, fishing, mining, and all the ingredients in like a crafting system. There's a day and light cycle um, for your local time. Uh, so it honestly just seems like Disney Animal Crossing. Yeah. And they're certainly marketing it like that from the what they've shown so far. Yeah, I watched one trailer. I was like, what in the? And um, the it almost looked like Viva Pinata too. Like it looked like an Animal Crossing meets Viva Pinata type of thing. And I've been waiting for a Viva Pinata. <laughs> oh, dude! I've been waiting my whole you, life for this you, moment. No, hey, no the, the Viva Pinata that game changed the OG world. OG Viva Pinata, like the first one that came out, is like the first like base building survival creative type of game I think I've really ever played. And, and like Viva Pinata is honestly. One of the most low-key slept on gems of all time. I remember everyone was about it in high school. Everyone kept saying mm -hmm. it. And I was like, I trust you. Uh, I ain't got money. So I'm going to stick to Halo and Call of Duty. It wasn't like, I'm going to go drop what little money I have to buy Viva Pinata. See, and that's what Viva Pinata was for me. Like, whenever I was done with Halo, I'd go on to Viva Pinata and make sure my Horstachios and my Rorios uh, were okay. And uh, I know, like, Dallas was about it, too. Um, oh, she loved it. I remember when uh, Dallas was one of the first people like to tell me about it, and she was all about it. I think that's when I first heard it. Um, 
And then I think one of the things was like, I'll just play it whenever I get a copy from someone and never really. I was too busy playing it to give it to you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was uh, back in the day. It was like literally, that's why I was like, man, who knows what my life would have looked like if there were free to play games back when I played. Bro. Because it was essentially, it's like, what am I going to play today? I have Halo, Halo. or Viva Call Pinata. of Duty. That was it. And then it was Doritos Crash Course. Yeah, Doritos. Cra- like- unironically, yeah, because that was like the only free to play game. And then it was, um, are any of my friends done with their single player games and willing to lend them to me? Usually the answer is no. Uh, and then I would wait until like summer. And for instance, someone would be like, hey, like I'm done with like, I just beat like Assassin's Creed 2. You want it? I'm like, I haven't even played Assassin's Creed, but sure. And that's just how I play. It's like, well, I hope I, and then I got to give the disc back to, that's, that's all I can do. Well, like, what, uh, what I didn't like about Viva Pinata 2 is it just wasn't as good as Viva Pinata 1. So they introduced like all these new, like different terrains and stuff like that. It just wasn't as good as the first. Just didn't hit the same. But I, I, I was watching it yesterday. And I was like, this looks like really sick. So um, I might start streaming in a little bit. Um, well, Claire was actually saying, I think she's enjoying it more than Animal Crossing because for her. Oh, she actually played it. I thought you kind of just like. Yeah, she's been that. playing on her Switch. Um, which also, if you're listening, apparently it's on Game Pass. So if you, you got that. Um, but the reason she likes it more and the reason she like like fell off and didn't like animal crossing as much as because it just lacked like she likes direction like she wants story quest um like more interactive characters so like apparently this is what it has the requests and there's story and you go do things and you talk with people and i think that's um already why she like finds it more interesting than animal crossing um so i yeah the very it seems like so far they got a winner on their hands so and they got a massive IP to pull from. That's all I was like thinking is like Disney really needs to crack into is the video game market. Cause like I get that like it's a, a very kiddie kind of thing. So whenever Disney does release a game, it's very tailored towards children. And this one is obviously tailored towards children, but also tailored to like the Animal Crossing kind of community. Well, they got that new racing game come out. And it's like Mario Kart. It's honestly oh. kind of fire. Yeah, I still haven't played it. I know you wanted to make a video on it like months ago. Let me see. Because that was the beta back in like June. Yeah. I don't know when it's supposed to come out. Oh, it's like not out out, but like. Mm-hmm. Disney, um, uh, it's still just 2022. It says summer 2022. We ain't much time left in summer. Is it actually? When does? When does summer end? September 22nd. So they got 13 days. So I doubt. Um, I always forget that like seasons have actual and start and end dates because when I think like summer's over, I think mid-August because school. But nope, it ain't over yet. And then we're gonna get the depressing, no sunlight. Sun also goes down at like three p.m. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, but football. So. Yeah. Oh, bro. It's a trade-off, you know. Was well, a good game last night. Um and then they kind of ran away with it. Yeah. Um also, I don't know if we have this on the thing. Uh the queen, Sag. Bro, yeah. Blue said bruv and <laughs> Sag. But like I don't know, I don't really fucking care. Like I just knew she was a meme cuz it was like she'll never die. Well, 
I mean, if death can take her, where none of us are safe. Um, so, but now, like for the first time in like seventy or something years, that the national anthem's "God Save the King." Yeah, it's weird to think. I don't you know? like that. Long live the king. I don't like kings. As an American, I think it's like in my blood <laughs> to not like kings. Why do we like queens? What's why are queens any better? Modernity. Because we, you know, we reject the the patriarch. You know. Yeah, but that's queen, also like, a queen. You go queen. I mean, yeah, but like. She's the queen. Yeah, but the They're queen was like, peak, let's go, girl boss, gatekeep, genocide, queen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, I heard it. <laughs> girl boss, gatekeep, colonialism. I know it's like a big deal probably over there, but yeah, for me, it was like, oh. I feel like it would be up there with, um, well, it's not quite, but like somebody hearing like one of our ex-presidents died. Somewhere yeah. else in the country, like somewhere else in the world, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Um, I'll be honest; I know nothing about the queen, really, uh, aside from the fact that you know there's like some conspiracies, and she had Diana killed. Is that a conspiracy, something like that? There's a lot it's of conspiracies. There. There's a conspiracy that she's been dead, and they just <laughs> announced it now. It's just been a walking corpse, an automatron. Yeah, the Five Nights at Freddy style beat. And I know she loves corgis. That's the one thing she and I were kindred spirits on. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, God rest her soul, along with the king. Just sounds so weird. Because, <laughs> like, it's weird to think that there's somewhere in the world, like, there's still technically a king and a queen somewhere, you know? It's weird. Even though they have, like, absolutely no power. But, it's not the point. Um, so... Rest, rest easy, quite literally, queen. Um, and now, yeah, isn't the king, who is it, Charles? Yeah, he's like, and he's already, yeah, he's like, great. <laughs> yeah, he's on, the, he's on the way out too. I'm king for a day. Like, can you imagine? Like, we we almost got to the point where, who sh like the prince died, of old age before he could become king. He was up there, man. Kind of crazy. Yeah. And her husband looked like a fucking skeleton. I'll be real. I'll say it. That well, dude was. Someone pointed out, too, which is kind of crazy to think about when you think about it, but um, the queen was reigning uh, as queen for a third of America's lifetime. Kind of crazy to think about. That is pretty crazy to think about. All the stuff she's seen. but Anyhow. Um, deuces. I'll see Speaking you. Of deuces. I'll see you wherever you're going. See you soon. <laughs> okay, I I need. So I talked to Christian a little bit about this. So um, I have actually seen the trailer now for <laughs> "Don't Worry, Honey," because I'm telling you, don't I don't worry, think. I, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, that one. I don't think I've ever seen a movie have better PR, natural PR. Than this movie because I hadn't heard a single thing until all this drama. That's what I'm saying. That with, same with like five different like it's not just like oh like it's like one drama. It's like five separate things like all stemming from like the director Olivia Wilde and it all just stems in all different directions. So I'm gonna go see it now. <laughs> yeah, bro. The devil works hard, but Olivia Wilde works harder. Let's get into as much drama as possible before this fucking movie. So I have it's to ask bizarre. you, Blue, 
did you see the the video of Harry Styles and Chris Pine? Oh yeah, I did see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? I know well, we're probably like a little uh, like a week late to the conversation, but I need to know. Well, I think the, I think Chris Pine's PR team straight up came out and said no, he didn't. That's what they want you to think. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> the drama, I don't know. The drama on the other side of me just wants there to be, to- but I don't think he did. I think watching the video. Yeah, I got. Nothing. But it did look weird. Um, it did look pretty sus. Uh, but you know, nonetheless, I've just been. The only reason I knew about any of that stuff, I heard about the drama before that. I didn't even know that was drama, because of the Olivia Munn. Um, Olivia Pew Wilde. drama. Um, Olivia w- Munn, Olivia Wilde. Yes, you mean Olivia, Olivia Munn? Wilde? Olivia Wilde. Yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. Olivia Wilde and F- Florence Depew, or I can't remember her name. Well, Florence. Flo- yeah, it's something Florence. Like uh, Florence Depew. It's Pew. That's all I know. It ends in Pew. Um, and like they have beef, and it's like it goes deep. Um. All the way back, well, it starts with like drama with uh, what's his face, Transformer dude, Shia like, LaBeouf. Great, yeah, Shia LaBeouf, who was supposed to be Harry Styles' character, but apparently Olivia Wilde said he walked off, and he said no, I got fired, or no, it's the other way around. Said he, Olivia Wilde, like we had to fire Shia LaBeouf, but Shia LaBeouf's like, no, I walked off. Why? I don't think we know yet. But there's drama there, and she's like, she's lying, and he's like, no, he's lying, because for whatever reason, she decides to replace her directorial debut main cast, um, male protagonist, uh, with a seasoned actor with Harry Styles. Why? Well, now they're in a relationship, aren't they? I mean, I feel like I can connect the dots there a little bit. So Shia Buff's pissed, and then apparently Pew. Really, they got some beef or something, and she was mistreated or something. And also, on top of that, I think part of it too was like, why am I having to act now? Like, like I'm here acting my life out, and then there's Harry Styles and drama there. Did, did you see the clip of Harry? He's like, they're doing like press for the movie and stuff like that. And he's like, my favorite thing about this movie is that it's a movie. You like go to the cinema and you sit there and you. You really like enjoy the like movie him. and it feels like a movie. And Chris Pine is just sitting there like <laughs> I actually I did all of this <laughs> like, for what? He's literally just like, like Low help me. The- um it's because well, I think the only thing I've ever seen Harry Styles is, is Dunkirk. And he Yeah, like- that's I think that's like all he's really credited for. And he what didn't even have to say a word. I was like he had very like few lines yeah. in that. And more so, like, the sets and the scenes were more so the act and the, rather than, like, him. That was part of it, too, is, like, why this? Especially if you already had Shia LaBeouf, like, casted or whatever. Um, So it was all that beef. And then, apparently, this Chris Pryan thing. Um, But it just came out today, I think. And so far, it's, like, 40% Rotten Tomatoes. So. Oh, really? I can't but, believe Olivia Wilde killed the queen to hide that Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> score. Yeah, you can't tweet about Rotten Tomatoes if we kill the queen. Like Olivia, no. Um, 
but I think they're still gonna probably make more money now because of all this. Because I do oh, hundred percent, I'm gonna go see it yeah. because I like my so, curiosity is getting the better of me. So I, you know, somebody's sitting there like, yeah, it worked. <laughs> we did it. Um, so good for them. And I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the theaters. If it reviewed a little better, I might have, but nah. We'll see. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, I, I definitely need to go see a movie. I don't I can't even remember the last movie I saw in theaters. Mine was Dragon I Ball. Top, I think Top Gun was the last movie I saw in theaters. That Which is crazy. It just passed like Black Panther on box office all the time. Insane. Like 750 billion or million. Sorry, not billion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is doing numbers, huh? <laughs> going, the, the movie, every theater would have to be full every day since it's come uh, out. Not, and not even, even like, then. <laughs> China would have to just donate a couple hundred billion probably. Something even tells then. me that movie doesn't do very well in China. Well, no, I think we talked about that. Like, it's it's American military propaganda. Like, uh, other countries are probably like that was the nail in the coffin. Was also, uh, I think Tom Cruise had like a Taiwan flag on his ah. uh, shirt, so no, China was no like, shot. <laughs> "What? <laughs> no, stop you there, Chief." Yeah, and the letter T. Yeah, whoa, 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 <laughs> said China. So. 
I, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to give you guys my review. All right. I'm going to make that my goal by my next podcast. Hold you to it. I'm going to tell you if the drama was worth it or not. Probably, probably not. not. <laughs> but it probably. but it did get your money, so. Yeah. It did get it, my 9 Mission accomplished. 9.99. I feel like tickets are a little more than that these days. Unless you go matinee. Well, I um I'm part of a movie club thing and I get a, um, and I pay 9.99 a month and then cool. I get one right, free off. ticket. Go off. Go off. Go so, off, King. Go so off. No, normally uh when I check my thing, I haven't been in the movies in so long. I normally have like two free tickets. So it's like I paid 20 bucks for two free ticket type of things cuz we only go to the movie so often. Um, it's a great way to say for uh, for concessions, though. That's where they get you. That's and that's where they get me. Give me, give me my icy and cinnamon, uh, cinnamon pretzels. You get me. Um, but you know who else gets me? Who? The Targaryens. Overwatch two. Oh, they God. they really understand what. I and I think all other gamers want, uh, as is demonstrated by the most recent news, that new heroes will be free to unlock in the free battle pass. <laughs> I, now, like when you said like the new heroes are free to, I was like, wait, I think I saw Ruben tweet about <laughs> that heroes are going to be earned on the battle pass. Yeah. How does that work in a hero shooter? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. How does Blizzard continue to fumble the bag on a game that was literally a guaranteed success? If they like, all they had to do was not fuck it up, and here they are fucking it up. Doing exactly that yeah. in their sequel. I, I, I don't understand. Some corporation, sometime it's like, it's like, bro, all you had to do was like not, like if you did, did less. <laughs> You could have not updated Overwatch for the past four years, and people would have been like, oh my god, Overwatch 2, Overwatch 2. But instead, you have fucked it up so bad that people are like, ooh. Well, now it's just like, I get it. They want money. But like, yeah, that's the whole point is like, it's different in like League, for instance. Because Overwatch is designed, you don't lock in a hero. It was always supposed to be designed like the reason you can always switch is because they want like the metagame to change. Yeah, like. while you're playing and like if someone's going this, oh, I'll go this. Okay, well now that I went this, they went this, and then bunch of switching. And so now like Ruben has a good point. You're gonna be like, hey dude, could you go? Um, like imagine it was back in the day, like, hey, could you go Reinhardt? Uh, I don't have him unlocked yet, dude. Sorry. Um, I can Winston. <laughs> oh, that would piss me off so yeah. bad. But like, not pissed off at like the dude who doesn't have Reinhardt unlocked. Pissed well, yeah, it's not like, his that's fault. That's even a fucking thing. Yeah, like, it's um not a good look, frankly. Uh, but like, what what's their thinking behind that? Like, it it's gonna make because if anything, I think it's really counterproductive. It is gonna make people not want to play the game and not want to unlock all these heroes. Like, don't you want to have all the heroes available for people to try out and be like? Ooh, I like how this guy plays. Like, I'm gonna main this guy and this guy. Little, and the, but instead, it's gonna be like, oh, my main or the dude I really want to try and play is level 20 in the battle pass, so now I have to play 10 games and fucking lose to well, even see, level up. Well, and then that's what they're they're gonna do is like, well, you can get it free or just pay like 15 bucks and you can immediately play him. 
and God. that's where they're hoping to get people. Um, and yeah, it's just like, like again though, like again, can we talk about the fact? Over okay, I like saw a list of this recently, and I know Rob and I I think talked about this, but like it was a list of like best, like m- most copies sold video games all time. It was like top ten list. I think Overwatch was like seventh with fifty million. I think. I look right now. Um, you now have its sequel, and I have to remind myself it's coming out in less than a month. Huh? I'm seeing if I can. Find what? It. Yeah, it's it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, like, and it's it, like it, it's like Blue was saying too. Like, have you managed to get to this point where like you you fumbled the bag so bad? That this is how we're like this is how we're talking about Overwatch Two that about is to come out is whatever, rather than like dude this is gonna be sick, I hope it is, but in between the weird hiatus of like hey we kind of have like a live service game J- JK, um, we moved everyone to Overwatch Two years of nothing, then they show Overwatch Two and we're like wait this is what you've been doing, and then. I almost feel like that's why they're also, at least right now, I'm not seeing much marketing. It's just because that, like when I made the Overwatch 2 beta videos or even like the stream, 50% of comments on stream and in the videos were like, "What? It, this looks like Overwatch 1. I don't get it. Yeah. Like they're having to combat that because you decided to make it Overwatch 2. So people come in expecting a sequel and especially without any of the PvE launching too. It's like new lighting Overwatch, new lighting system with well, I, a couple new heroes, which if they just kept the ca- same, same cadence in Overwatch, we'd already have like 20 more. So I had that list you were Sucky. looking at. Um, so the top 10, it goes Red Dead Redemption 2, 45 million copies. Pokemon Gen 1, congratulations, you guys. Uh, 47 million. Uh. Super Mario Bros, 48 million. Huh? Overwatch at seventh with fifty million. Fifty million. I didn't uh, realize Mario it did Kart, that well. Mario Kart eight and deluxe, uh, fifty-five million. Yes, yeah, see, so everyone, everyone's like, "Where's your new Mario Kart?" They don't care. Look at that. If they sold fifty-five, <laughs> see, they'll sell another like fifty million. Whatever. Like, you, you think that's they should have done the Mario Kart route and just been like, <laughs> "We'll name this Overwatch one still, and we'll just give you new stuff." Type of thing. Or just, just call it Overwatch Deluxe. <laughs> uh, yeah, Publica, 75 million. Uh, Wii Sports, 82 million. I think Terraria uh, is up there, isn't it? Uh, G- uh, I think they're just outside. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Terraria, 44.5 million oh, as yeah. of May 2022. That's a lot. They're 11. Um, Grand Theft Auto 5, 170 million. Minecraft, 238 million. Would you guys like to guess what number one is? The I Bible. Know what it is. Oh. You do? Well, I saw the list. Oh, okay. So. I would never guess this in a million years. Da, 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 I mean, but like da, when you think da, about it, it da, makes da, sense. Da, 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 da. Tetris Blue. Oh, yeah, Tetris. With 520 Cause, million. Because I think, well, the people are kind of explaining like it's hard to kind of figure out what but i think they're counting like almost every iteration of tetris well that's what it says the tetris company managing director said tetris had 425 million paid mobile downloads as of 2014 that's insane 
I didn't even know there was like a paid mobile app. <laughs> but you're right. Like you already have people, 50 million people who have this game. You know what I mean? When Overwatch 2 comes out, it means 50 million people already have this game and they won't even have it. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like how many people I think are going to be playing day one. Like maybe 2% of 50 million. I've, I've, I, that's just the thing is like, I don't know where the hype, like where Overwatch 2 is sitting on like gamers' radars. It's when Overwatch 1 was coming out, we were hyped. Yeah, I feel like, like normally we were... I have a good sense, but like Overwatch 2. It's just like, it's like, like maybe day one, there's like a bajillion players. I'm like, where'd you guys come from? <laughs> but for the most part, it just seems like. Oh, uh, bad headline after bad headline right now. Um, so like I don't know. It, I'm gonna play. I hope it's fun, but like hey, also I'm down for customs. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, I'm down. down. Like, but like if the videos also showed me anything too, I feel like content creation Overwatch is almost like dead and gone. Because like excitement for two was literally like a day, and then everyone was like, oh. Huh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go back to game I've moved on since from Overwatch. Well, I feel like that's what gamers like nowadays are like. I, I mean, you see it with Halo Infinite. I think that Halo Infinite comes out, and the month it comes out, everybody's playing it, and then two weeks later, I think it the player base dropped by ninety five percent. Like, I think there's so many games out there to play that you don't see people really sticking with something if they don't like it. They'll literally just be like, oh, I'll go play something else. Like, I tried. Especially if it's free to play, because most people just, they don't have anything to lose. They, you know, because it was free. Um, yeah, so. I hope it's cool. I do. Um, For Ruben's sake, I hope it's cool, too. <laughs> Ruben's like, come on, come on. Um. Yeah, it's just like within a month. Yeah, I had, and then like Ruben was talking to us when we were streaming the other day, and he was basically like, "Uh, man, it's he goes, man, next month is gonna be crazy." And I literally will go, "What's next month, Ruben?" And he goes, "Overwatch 2. And I went, "Oh um, yeah, like that's a thing." I was like, I thought like another beta was coming out next month or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, like, is coming out. I don't know. It's a weird timeline we're living in. Um, but, hey, you know, if 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 I'm wrong and we somehow get back to, like, the heyday of Overwatch, cool. That was a Hell fun yeah. period. But my expectations are so low. Um, so we'll, we, we can only see. Plus, we got some, we got some bangers coming out this fall, though, anyway. Because, uh, like, what, a week or two after that? Um, I think, actually, wait, no. No, Scarlet and Violet is November, isn't it? Um, I put my Scarlet and Violet. We're going to have Modern Warfare 2. Um, Party Animals. Cope. Yeah, Cope. If, they, if that ever actually finally comes out. It says 2022. So, cope. like, that's only a, have... That's that's a big copium, my big my guy. It can't be that hard to release. Like, right? I felt like homie, the beta had enough. Homie, we've been waiting for two years. Okay, I want that game so bad, but it, it doesn't so want to come. It, it doesn't it, want to come. It doesn't out. want to exist. <laughs> I, I love. I 
I, that's my most hyped game of this year. And that it's game was so and where is it? I, I can't know. believe like it's been that long since the beta. Yeah, like, I miss that game. I do. I fucking love that game. But I don't yeah. think that game loves me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm starting to understand where I stand in the relationship. All my homies hate it. <sighs> Hopefully it'll come out. Um, but no, there's some other games too. Uh, so, yeah. Here, here's to hoping it works out, but who really knows? Um, but speaking of potential, you know, turnarounds. New Cyberpunk DLC was uh, revealed. People seem to be pretty positive about it. I would say pretty unsurprisingly, people are pretty positive about it now, saying like, hey, the game's good now. Which is what we expected. Like, I didn't think uh, CD Projekt Red was just going to be like, well, it is a mess, see ya, deuces. That they were going to yeah. fix it, but the problem was the fact that we have to wait like that. Like, so many games come out, and then we have to, don't worry, it will, I don't, why not, it is. Why not just, when it releases, Just, just it's do it. Like, But I'm glad to hear it's good now. Uh, I'll probably revisit it once, like, DLC comes out, because I never gave it. Uh, that much time um however there is a lot of contention because uh with this dlc and then moving forward they're ditching pre uh past gens which people are upset about oh no but yeah also part of it too is like they weren't designed to really yeah be quite... it already wasn't designed for last yeah, i was just year. saying yeah. the fact cyberpunk was still released on old gens was like pretty a hot topic when it they decided to do that so yeah i can't say i'm like surprised or anything and i think it just actually makes it a little easier and opens up more stuff for them so go for it good luck glhf um yeah uh not much else there they 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 did bring back keanu though we we love keanu so who really cares um, I'm never gonna play that game in like reality. You know what I mean? Like, it was fun. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, some new reveals. Yeah, the new reveals look pretty good. I am pleasantly Honestly. surprised. And Fruit sent me the the this this year's crab, and he was like, <laughs> "The best boy." And I was like, "I was like, that's a hairy crab." We stay in Harry Crab. Harry Crab. I, I need to see Harry Crab. <laughs> the 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 new knights look really cool. I did kind of spoil nice. myself already because I have been religiously following all the leaks, as I do with every Pokemon game. Fair. And, um, um. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like I sent it to you. I was like, I don't know if you care about spoilers. And you're like, homie. I've already seen them all. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> homie. <laughs> I'm on the same boat you are. I have been loaded in, baby. Yeah. Where are we dropping? Spoiler town. Dropping, boys. Sick. Um, I will say too though. Uh, one of the cool things that we saw was the new like auto battling system. When you like, I guess like in some wild battles and stuff. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised that they kind of decided to expand on that RSUS feature. So I was like, all right, one step forward, one step backward. Classic Pokemon. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, <laughs> best. Best I can do is um, kind of this feature from Arceus. All right. Wait, so who's uh, Jita? 
the new characters, Rob. Oh, those that's a new character. It's like ooh. They reveal. I the, just see a lot of fan art and a lot of Rule Thirty Four on this new character. Yeah, yeah. They're quick, man. Yeah. You gotta watch. They out. are quick. It's scary. Um. In I haven't seen the third episode of Rings of Power, but in the second one, they need help making this tower, and they're like gonna ask the dwarves. Bro, ask the Rule Thirty Four artist. That tower will be done in no time. If, if they if they can build as fast as they draw, dude. Insane. Forget about it. Forget about it. The concept art for the tower would be done in minutes. <laughs> okay, great. Um. So yeah, hyped about that. Um, and then I was like telling Blue, we'll have to see more of it, but I think it could be interesting. In which, like, aside from maybe catching an encounter, um, you have like a Nuzlocke run where you can only auto battle like wild Pokemon or something. Um, Would be pretty sick. Yeah, you'd have to figure out how the system stuff, but that could be pretty fun too. Because um, then you could literally just be like a Pokemon trainer, you know? Pikachu's out there. Pikachu, use Thunderbolt! Don't growl, Pikachu. Oh my god, dude, you're throwing! And then he dies. Pikachu, you're embarrassing me in <laughs> front of the level 99 Lugia. <laughs> and then he dies and you go, deserved. Skill skill issue. I don't, I don't know what to Skill you. issue. Skill oh, issue. plus ratio. <laughs> Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool. And I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Tryfume.com slash GG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I heard something about chess drama. Rob mentioned chess drama. You want oh, to fill yeah. us in? Okay, yeah. Do you guys want to hear this? All right, hit us Okay, up. so Magnus Carlsen. So, little thing about Rob here. I really like to watch chess. Don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't understand any of the analysis. I love it as background noise. I just think it's the perfect background noise. So, like, if I'm doing, like, anything, like, and I need background noise, I normally have, like, a Hikaru stream on or maybe sometimes uh, Daniel Nordiowski. That was uh, that was Dado's coach for the uh, chess thing. But there's, like, this big tournament called, like, Saint the St. Louis, like, tournament or something like that, okay? The world number one Magnus is there, okay? Uh, 
Magnus, and this is like a classical setting. So there's like three different kind of ratings that you have. There's like a blitz rating, classical chess, and I forget what the other one is called. Uh, so with Magnus, he's trying to get to, I can't remember if it's 2,900 or 3,000 as like his like ELO. And to put it in perspective, whenever Magnus wins a game against whoever is the world number two, he only gets like one ELO for that. You know what I mean? Like he only gets like plus one for that. And if he loses, he loses like a shit ton. So, uh, we get to this tournament and he's playing against an American uh name hans hans uh god what's his last name hans neiman not nyman nyman uh so a little thing about hans he's uh i believe he's 19 um so he's like he's still like a young kid um yeah he's born in 2003 so that would make him 19 so yeah uh he he's he's playing with the black pieces now for anybody that watches chess uh white goes first and that's a big advantage in uh chess like huge especially so like normally when you're like at that elo you play for a draw when you play black like most of the lines you take you're trying to play for a draw um so magnus had white pieces hans had black and hans just dominated magnus throughout the whole game like didn't oh didn't just dominated him had his throat against his neck the whole time and like nobody's ever seen that ever uh so after the game hans wins in a pretty like pretty easy fashion um magnus the world number one decides to drop out of the tournament and basically uh claim that hans cheated during his match and that Hans basically only beat Magnus because he cheated. And I, then that's kind of really like, isn't cheating also just, like, wouldn't be really, really obvious. He would just well, do like an illegal like move. What, that's like, what kind of like everyone in the chess world is saying, but the, it, it's also like, he could Magnus read his mind. Like 29 Magnus is rating is like 29 something. And Hans is like 27 uh, something. So it's a pretty big discrepancy of like so skill and stuff like that. And so for Hans to beat Magnus like that, uh, Magnus just was like, oh, he's cheating for sure. Like this is bullshit. So he drops out, subtweets Hans basically Classic. being like, I'm dropping out. And it was like a, a clip of Jose Mourinho, who's like a soccer coach, basically going like, if I speak, I get in big trouble. Like if I speak, <laughs> I get in trouble. Um, So then Hikaru, who's like the face of like, twitch chess essentially basically comes out and says that um he thought what hans was doing in the game was a little sus and didn't make much sense with the lines he took and then was but basically like saying, wouldn't magnus just be like you can't do that i don't get that i i what do you mean like so like Han, hans like right like he's, he's like, like uh i take knight to c3 he's like you can't do that yeah, like, I think you win one square too far. Like I don't understand. I think he thinks that like I, he had an engine before the game or something like that. And I, I, but I don't know. Like maybe that is legal, and I, I have no clue. But basically, he came out with these allegations that Hans had cheated, and this is now like the biggest chess drama like ever, apparently, because Magnus had never has never dropped out of a tournament mid tournament. This is the first time he's ever done it, and then uh chess.com 
uh, came out and like chess. So basically, the the three pillars of chess are Magnus Carlson, world number one, Hikaru, the face of entertainment on chess, and chess.com, like where you go and fucking play chess. Uh, so chess.com came out, I believe, um, and said, Dear chess community, uh, the last few days have been tumultuous for many of the chess community. Oh, and by the way, uh, people like came to Hans and were like, basically asked him about the cheating allegations and he said he's only cheated two times in his life when he was 12 years old to like climb the ladder fast he like used an engine to climb it fast and then some other time when he was like 16 he used like an engine or something like that but he said like in cash things and like when he played like the big guys he never used an engine um and then chess.com i think was this this morning 18 hours ago so about 18 hours ago chess.com comes out uh, and banned his account they banned Hans's oh, like shit. account uh, on chess.com. And then chess.com came out with this and said, the last few days have been tumultuous, tumultuous, that's a tough word, for many in the chess community. At this time, we have reached out to Hans Neiman to explain our decision to privately remove him from chess.com and our oh, events. Shit. We have shared detailed evidence with him concerning our decision, including information that contradicts his statements regarding to the amount and seriousness of his cheating on chess.com. We have invited Hans to provide an explanation and response and hope to find a resolution where Hans can again participate on chess.com. We want nothing more to see than the best chess players in the world succeed in the greatest events. We will always act to protect the integrity of the game that we all love. The CE, the CCO of chess uh, came out and said that. So yeah. It does change things. Yeah, so chess.com like, came out and banned him. Band. So they basically said, like, you've cheated way more than twice, bro, and you've cheated way harder than you had claimed that it was. And so now they have, like, this chess tournament going on, and basically... And what the funny thing is, is um, Magnus dropped out, and all the players around him saw that Magnus wasn't at the thing. So everybody just did lines where they just drew and just, like, moved the same piece back and forth <laughs> and back and forth because none of the players wanted to play. Wow. So, that is drama. Yeah, oh dude, it's crazy. Okay, so so what is an engine? So so an engine blue, if you look up like chess engine, and so say you're playing somebody on chess and they're not using an engine, the engine yeah. will show you what the best possible move you can do every time is. So when somebody plays with like a 100 percent accuracy and goes with 100 percent of what the engine would do, it's clear that like they're cheating type of thing. Like Cause like somebody who like if Christian you and I played a game of chess, we'd be blundering all over the place. Like the engine would be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> uh, but if we were like noobs playing eight hundred rated and we were hitting one hundred, like from ninety eight percent accuracy to hundred percent accuracy, it's like okay, that's fucking weird. Because even like the top players, like Magnus Hikaru, um, all those guys, like Fabiano, they hit around like ninety five, ninety seven percent um so it's like the three pillars of chess are up against hans and then it was almost looking like people were mad at hikaru magnus and chess.com for having these allegations on uh hans for not um uh basically like for not having like evidence against it and stuff like that and it was more so like a he said she said type of thing and then chess.com yesterday came out with this and was basically like Yo, this guy's full of shit. Like, 
we we kicked him off and he can provide like evidence to prove he's not a cheater but he thinks he is so it's just super interesting so yeah chess is fucking sick (laughs) we like chess yeah and if like you want kind of like um there's a uh levy levy chess l-e-v-y uh, he does like a very good like explanation on it and all that kind of stuff and explains like why people think he cheated and stuff like that and like breaks down the game. Um, and then like it, it's kind of funny too because uh, I was watching Hikaru like walk, react to it live because um, uh, Hikaru was streaming while the event was going on. And they're basically like the analysts are like grilling Hans about like, oh, like why did you do this line? Like why did you do this? And I mean, hot, like to me, it just sounds like Hans going like, well, uh, Bishop B3, uh, of course, like makes sense. But then like uh, uh, the queen to C2, like and like for me, that just sounds like gibberish. But Hikaru, who's like a 2800 rated players, like listening to that is going like, like, that doesn't make like any sense. Like, what are these lines he's saying? And then the whole time too, Hans kind of seemed like really nervous while giving his explanation to it and stuff. It just seemed really weird. And I was actually on Hans's side till I read the the chess.com thing coming out and basically being like, yeah, dog, like you cheat way harder <laughs> than you say you do and you cheat way more than you do. So if you well, want to like provide proof that you don't, like you're more than welcome to, but you're banned. Can chess.com see if they're using the engine? Is that what they're saying? They're just saying like they they have like evidence of like games so like if you go to chess, like if you go to chess.com now and you play a game, you won't see an engine like next to your thing. But after you play a game, the chess chess.com will break down the game and it'll show like who had advantage at like what point and stuff like that. And it'll tell you like, oh, you moved the horse piece here, but you actually should have moved it here. That was like a better move. Like, oh, you moved your queen here. Well, that was a blunder because now you hung your queen and they can like get your queen and stuff like that. So there's like an engine that like shows you how to break down. But then like also they expect like chess players to like break down every line possible. It's crazy, dude. Like the amount of lines like Hikaru will go like, oh, dude, it'll be like Bishop B2 and then like uh, Pawn B4. And then like he'll like do 20 moves like before like for like a single line. So... They just thought it was really interesting that Hans was really nervous while explaining it and wasn't really making much sense of like his reasoning of like doing that. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't have. have to, I like, don't know anything now. I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah, why? Like, uh, this is. I mean, this is like how complex chess is, right? Because like me yeah. and Fruit were like, how the fuck do you cheat in chess? And like now that we're thinking, now that now that you're talking about, it, we're like, well, shit. <laughs> but that's like that's why I was confused. Well, also, for a second, I thought it was in person. So it that's is, how it, it is. No, like this, like that event was in person. Like they played in person. Wait, so, but then he wouldn't be able to use an engine. See, but like that's the other th- is the, that, and that's the thing. Like that's the weird part is like this was played in person. Like if he really did cheat, how did he cheat? Yeah. See, like, see I get like if they were playing chess.com, but that's what I still yeah. don't understand is if, if you're sitting there. Because, like, let's say we're playing a card game, for instance, like Pokemon. I've had people cheat yes. against me. It's easier because yeah, it's you like... you can stack the deck. Yeah, you can stack the deck. You can... If you got good, like, sleight of hand, you draw an extra card or, like, put something's up your sleeve. But with chess, it's like, okay, I'm moving this, and it can only move a certain way. 
So that's where I'm still like, sure, he cheats online, but maybe he just... I. They'll have to tell me because that's what I still don't understand. I still okay, just so, don't understand how so, in person you can cheat. So here's a... Um, um, an, uh, IndianExpress.com chess cheating drama. What are different ways to cheat in chess? So it says the chess world recently rocked when five-time uh, champion Magnus Carlsen decided to quit the $500,000 Sinfield Cup after losing a game to 19-year-old American Hans Neiman. Uh, while Carlsen himself refused to divulge details on the reason he quit, only sharing a cryptic post tweet about Jose Mourinho saying, if I speak, I'm in big, big, big trouble. Uh, Neiman gave an explosive interview on Tuesday saying he's prepared to play naked in order to prove his innocence while also admitting he cheated in the past as a 12-year-old and a 16-year-old. Players speaking out against Neiman without any real proof saw him being uninvited from Chess.com's Global Chess Championship and also being removed from their website. While Neiman's case will take some time to die down, cheating slash colluding has never been an alien to chess. The sport has a long history of it and it uh, kind of amplified with the uh, invention of online chess. So there's a thing called cheating over the board. Before tournaments came up with a uh, stringent rules to counter cheating in over the board chess tournaments, an effective method of cheating was to hide a device on one's person. Whether it be hiding a chess engine in one's shoe or other apparel, it has been done. Uh, one of the easiest methods of cheating is to receive visible assistance. Whether it's from a coach, someone from a family, or a friend, the person stands behind different boards to communicate a move without any verbal cues. It's also po- possible to develop an inconspicuous code to transmit moves. Uh, a very creative way of cheating was used by a former mayor on the northern town of Bucasio near Milan. Uh, some guy was subsequently banned for allegedly using dark glasses that had been fitted with a hidden micro camera at three different tournaments. The glasses sent live images of the opponent's move to a powerful chess engine program that dedicated through a secret earpiece uh, for the counter move to make. Another issue is players using the bathroom breaks in between moves. While bathroom breaks cannot be uh, cannot be limited, they have been uh, instances of players receiving assistance while on those breaks. And you need to remember, too, this is a classic chess tournament, which means you have an hour and a half game. To make your move. So like in between moves, you have like 20 minutes to think about your move. So um, uh, in over the board games, uh, uh, though cheating does occur, the fact that players uh, sit face to face makes it much easier uh, for an arbiter to detect some sort of hanky panky. Classic. Um, So yeah, basically they're saying like, it could have been in bathroom breaks when he walked away from the board. Cause like you can make a move and then walk away from the board. Like you don't have to sit oh. there and like, cause you're sitting, it's classical chess and which like classical chess means is the game starts. I think you start with an hour and a half on your timer. Well, um, that, that makes more sense. Cause I thought like you just sit there, you're there until the match is done. So like you would see if he's doing something, but if you're able to get up and yeah, I guess so like cheating goes, cheating goes deep. It does. Dun dun. So, um, you guys like uh, it is some of the juiciest drama since uh, "Don't Worry, Honey" or whatever. <laughs> don't worry, don't. You still can't get the name right. It makes it funnier, to be honest. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to hear um, some theories though <laughs> that some people have came up with on how he cheated? Um, 
A bizarre cheating allegation involving a sex toy has rocked the chess world. What? Oh my god, the vibrations send what the right move is. <laughs> That's what some people have um That would be hilarious. Uh, have said um that potentially he has an anal vibrator or something like that in his ass. Uh, that would be I dope. Be mad. I'm like, that's dedication, dude. All right. So Eric Hansen, who like runs like a big like chess thing called Chess Bruh, mm-hmm. um, uh, things took another unexpected turn after Eric Hansen tried to claim that Neiman had signals conveyed to him via anal beads. Uh, it might sound outlandish, but the theory gathered traction after others circulated online, including none other than Elon Musk. Uh, of course, Elon's Musk, here somehow. Musk uh, contorted he a quote. He always wiggles himself into something. Musk contorted a quote from a German philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer uh, to fit the situation, writing, Talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see. In the parentheses, because it's in your butt. <laughs> so Hansen replied to Musk's comments by saying flattered owner of the anal bead theory that made its way all the way to Elon <laughs> that was so, me so uh, now the biggest uh, theory is that he has an anal bead in his butt and it's funny you can see like after the Magnus game the next day Hansen comes to play his next match and they're doing the they're doing like the metal detector thing on him, and you can see the security guard like going so slow around like every part on Hans. It's so fucking funny. That is funny. Uh, so yeah, I did not expect uh, us to be talking about chess drama on the podcast ever, but it That's is juicy though. It that is so juicy, juicy. man. It, you know, what's and juicier? it's only getting juicier. You know what's juicier? Probably that bussy because it's been it's got anal bees vibrating <laughs> in it. True. Any truthers? So, um, I don't be know. Interesting to see how this goes. I mean, obviously, right? Like, you could, who knows? Like, the, especially in chess, right? It's so competitive that I can absolutely see people doing coded things, getting people getting shit installed in them, not necessarily just anal beads to actually to win. Right, but like, I wouldn't put it past him. Man, shit, like, well, like, especially too, like, if you're gonna cheat, why would you cheat against the number one player who is obviously, if you win and you're outclassed by them ranking wise, if you win, you obviously know that's going to get dissected down to the very like to every to every possible minute detail. Why would you choose to cheat then? I don't know, Hans, yeah. how do you f- yeah, what, what uh, uh, fucking, uh, well, Hans came out and said, I'm not gonna let chess.com, I'm not gonna let Magnus Carlson, I'm not gonna let Hikaru Nakamura, the three arguably biggest entities in chess, simply slander my reputation. And then a day later they came out and you would think chess Tom, chess.com would be like, All right, we're sorry, like <laughs> we kind of took a side without having any evidence. Nah, they fucking doubled down. <laughs> So it's going to be really interesting to see what Hans says. Also, like you beat the the top chess player. Yeah, and made him rage quit. And I think like, like when Magnus lost that game, I think he lost like nine ELO. So now he has to win like 10 more classical chess games. 
which are like four hour matches. And he already dropped out of the world championship because he's just is bored and doesn't want to play classical. That's literally what he said. He's like, I don't want to play classical anymore. It's boring. Like it's not fun. Like it's not fun watching somebody do one move and then sit there for 20 minutes and breaking down a whole line and then making one. It's, he said like, I hate it. So Especially when you have world... like chess.com now where you can do whatever. It's like, and you can do it anytime, anywhere. I just know, I just know the classical you're talking about because I watched Gambit's or Queen's Gambit, and that's what seems how they used to play the games, especially like towards the end. It would be like there's even one or whatever where it like went long, and they were going to continue the next day, and so someone, whoever was next move, had to like write their move down in a letter, and then they resume the next yeah. day, open the letter, exactly. start with that move. Yeah. So but yeah, yeah I, I always thought that was weird though watching too, because then it's like yeah, like in between rounds or like. During the night, she's getting advice from everyone, which just feels that part just felt weird. But yeah. what do I know? Yeah, just but just juicy. Like I, I woke up and Levi, uh, Levi, uh, Levy had tweeted like, "This may be the most insane day of chess ever," and I was like, "What the hell happened?" So I literally <laughs> ran I the Hikaru stream. And then I guess Hikaru had like found out just when like everybody found out, so he was just breaking it down. It was awesome. Unironically, does sound fun. Go on, chess. You know yeah, that. need an update though. Maybe we get an update here soon for chess. You know, I don't think we've had a. It was so funny. I saw this really funny tweet about chess. It was like I don't know if you guys have seen that Twitter trend where it's like tweet as if this game came out today, yeah. <laughs> and it was a. Uh, it was a, a chess board and it was like incels. Like how come the female character piece is the strongest? Like, <laughs> it was just really funny. So yeah, that was chess drama with Rob. What a chess world we're living sick. in. Yeah. You guys should look it up after this and look, get more into it. It feels like a, this will be a good movie or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm just really excited to see what like Hans says now. Cause I don't think Hans has responded to chess.com's like resp- double response. So just sitting over there like Monko. How did they find out? Are right, we gonna speed run through these questions? Because I have to leave at 130. Okay. Let me pull them up. Um got a question here from Zoes. Says, hey guys, question for everyone. Have you guys ever watched a hundred day series on YouTube? be it Minecraft, Ark, Rust, The Island, so on and so on. And if so, what's your favorite? And for Fruit, any interest in making a 100-day video of your own? Um, I mean, I, I made, I didn't do one exactly how they did that. I did, like I survived 100 days in hardcore and then I just showed my world or whatever. That's back when I built the Pagoda. Um, but I've seen like the 100 days, um, I'm not gonna lie, most of them are so cringe. Really? I don't think really I've ever watched boring. any of them. And a lot of them are pretty staged. And you can well, tell are... a lot of them are staged. Well, so there are some of them I've seen where it's staged, but not like trying to fake that it's not staged. Ones where it's like I remember shit because I was like, what the it was like I was looking through trending videos because like what's trending with the kids these days? 
and it was like some hundred days things like i survived 100 days in like norse minecraft or something day one he's like walking a giant portal opens uh like uh a 20 foot thor guy comes in voice acted grabs it dude there's like a whole animation so it's like a whole thing yeah but yeah then there's the staging where it's like i'm gonna pretend that this naturally happened whoa guys check this out a lot of that the other thing too though is um a lot of like he ran up to it started the recording and then was like, yeah or something, oh, like, like, yeah, something yeah. like that which like that's fine but when you try and play it off as if that's as if it's like a natural occurring yeah. thing there's all, it comes the, as disingenuous a lot of them are just really annoying um and i actually have someone very specific in mind i'm not gonna at them um but listening the, to the, them feels like someone's grading my balls I, I think the only thing i've seen I mean, in terms of like possible. 100 living is like the ones that are like this is my hardcore minecraft server that i was doing for two years and i died like let me show off right. what it looked like no this one it's like it's usually like i survived 100 days in some version of Minecraft. Now, do they or mod, break it down whatever. like the hundred days in one video, or is it like day yeah. one video, day two video, day no. three video? It's okay. a hundred days, and it's usually like I survive modded Minecraft in something blah blah blah. It's never just now, like is this hundred in game days or hundred yeah. out of game days. Okay. Hundred in game. So then they'll just be like, uh, so day one, I blah 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 blah. Some people either do post, um. Some like people commentary and stuff. right, like so. Day one, I did this. Some people do it live and then just cut through the days. What's the cringiest again about this certain person I'm thinking of is he does both, where he does post, but then he cuts to what he was saying live, but you can tell he wasn't like this is this is where he's like faking. He talked about this live, yeah, as if and it. Oh my god. I don't so know why I hate this one guy so like, much. It's not live commentary. He's added live commentary in post. Right. Type of thing. But he's trying to make you think it was live. Think that it, this was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then he's like, this is me reacting to how I actually ran into the Norse Thor God. But yeah, then in reality, much. in post, he didn't even say anything. He's just yeah. adding. Okay. And it's mainly this one guy. I don't know. I just got I got a thing. With this one. I don't <laughs> know what this, it is. It's this one guy. Maybe it's because the fact that I like clicking these videos and they have like tens of millions. And I'm like, and the, just something about the voice alone just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. Long story short, though, yes, I've seen them. Um, if I were to do part of the problem too with something like that, it's just like, hey, you should do one of those. You know how much long, how much time? Yeah, you know, like, one video a, that takes. It's not like a. Oh, I'll just throw that in the schedule. That's a. All right. Well, there you go. The next. Like two weeks for the one video. Yeah, I'm on like some random. I'm on like one random channel. It's like we survived 100 days in a hardcore Minecraft. We survived 200 days on Survival Island. We survived hardcore like we survived 100 days on Survival Island. We survived 100 days on hardcore Minecraft. Like, I mean, they do well, and I've seen some that I like, but some of them are just. Uh, well, uh, the way I should say it is very clearly targeted to kids. I guess I should say, like, I'm not yeah. the target demo for sure. Hey, I mean, at one point I was watching Shadow of Israfel from from the Yogs cast. So, um, yeah. So, <laughs> I clearly have a thing for one of them, but uh, you know, I've seen them and they're cool. But again, like that's part of the problem is it's just 
that's not, not something you just that you are interested in because you could just tell like it's just not genuine right i think i could make a cool version of it but that's you all you wouldn't enjoy the content you know what i mean like that, well, that that's what the... you want to make is content you want to enjoy that and the the time though is it's just like I'm daily uploading across like three channels. If I wanted to do that, that's going to take up all my time for like two weeks. So then yeah. how am I doing everything else? And then also, if I spend all that much time, I know my channel doesn't care that much about Minecraft. So it's not even going to do that well. Uh, cool. Question here from Whittle. Uh, it says, what's your guys' thoughts on the recent Marvel shows and movies? I feel like there's a lot of them that are becoming overwhelming and repetitive, like uh, like an overflow of superhero content. Okay, hold on. Repeat that. It was. What's your guys' thoughts on recent Marvel shows yeah, and okay, movies? Okay, okay. I, just I feel. Check. Uh, I haven't watched like anything in a while. I think since. I mean, we've talked about this a good bit. Yeah. Or at least. Yeah, like, I. I especially have like I'm still keeping up with them. So like I'm watching every single piece of content Marvel puts out because I do love it, but. Um. They've definitely gone for a, a quantity over quality, which is so uncharacteristic of their old plan. So, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely like you could definitely tell like they have they have clear people who are clearly really passionate about what they're making. So, you know, that lends itself to it. But like sometimes it's like, would this have would this have gone like would this have been produced if there was like the quality assurance check was as strict as it used to be. Probably not. She Hulk, um, Moon Knight, um, um, a fucking some other one that I probably forgot that Baby exists. Groot. Baby Groot. I feel like Baby Groot is just like a fun little one though. Um, even Captain America: Winter Soldier had its moments where it was like, this is a little. Slow guys, like oh, a little what's, bit of what's the deal here? Like, what are we doing here, guys? What's 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 when's this is the train coming around to the station? Like, what's going on? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's they, um, yeah, I don't know, it's definitely not been as good. Their their quality has definitely been on the down tilt. You do get a couple gems, WandaVision was goaded, Loki goaded, Miss Marvel. I loved Miss Marvel. Um, but yeah, they're definitely not, they're few and far between. So here's what it is. Um, yeah, we talked about it. it. I'm getting just like, um, ex ex not exhausted over stimulated. Yeah. Something like that. It, there's enough. And I mean, I'm sure there are people who are enjoying it and that's fine. But the cadence for me right now is just enough where it's like, I don't know. And part of it is like if 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 I knew every Disney Plus show too or whatever was like Loki level, then I'd probably be a little more interested. But there's just too much to keep up with. Um so I'm kind of just going back to like either a series that really stands out to me or, or theater theatrical releases. Um and maybe that'll change again sometime. I think right now we've talked about it too. Part of it is just like I don't really know what we're doing currently in the arc, like in the yeah. cinematic universe. It kind of feels aimless. Like, what's uh, the stake here? Yeah, so 
I think it's a bad thing. I'm sure it's working just fine for him. But um, as as the viewer I am, I'm just you know a little over inundated or whatever and kind of yeah, jaded a little much. bit. In, in I, the same boat. I think it always felt even. And people brought up the topic, right? It's like, hey, at least um, like what about like the OG ones? Like there wasn't a stake to them, and I was like, but there was like the stake I mean it wasn't necessarily a stake but it was more like it, it was obvious like oh these guys are eventually going to team up and that was like the thing it was like oh like all these movies all these movies like oh man when they team up man I cannot wait and so and then after Avengers it was like oh the stake is oh it's fucking Thanos like if he's going to he's going to be here eventually and then all the little tidbits that like if like oh Thanos is a part of this oh Thanos is a part of that oh this person's related to Thanos like it's all had like it's all working towards something and this one feels like if their play is like oh wait for these new characters to team up it's like but the avengers are already a thing like it's kind of well and i think the original ones too to their credit, if they'd come out today, some of them probably wouldn't hit the same. Wouldn't, yeah. True. Part of it too was just the novelty. Back when like this was finally happening, we're realizing like, wait, these we are didn't get cool. a lot of superhero and, movies. Yeah, like before Iron Man, for instance, like what was there aside was from aside from like the Nolan trilogy that was like felt completely separate. Wasn't great. Um. And then the the couple the couple uh, Miss Spider Man movies. Some hit. While there we yearned like, yearned for our OG Tobey Maguire. There's like Superman Returns, whatever, like 2006. Like, go watch that one. That's kind of what superhero movies were, or if you heard about one, you're kind of expecting. Like so, Knight Rider, like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, so I think <laughs> I think part of that was the appeal as well. Um. So like they have that going for them, but yeah, also the same thing is we knew the Avengers were coming. Um, and I will also say though, for me, most origin movies I enjoy more. Um, because usually the the stakes and the plot are a little more localized every time. Um, which is why like Eternals, I was iffy because first either there's just so many people and I just couldn't care about them quick enough and then the stakes yeah. were just felt kind of ridiculous really, like. yeah like it was suddenly like it felt very quintessential like hey i'm spider-man i'm your friendly neighborhood dude that's one origin this origin is planet creators are coming to destroy and hatch and we have to it's like what um so yeah i think for me even newer movies that come out when they're more origin, I still enjoy those because it's when we're, it's because I think that's part of the problem too, where we are in the universe too. When something like this happens at that point, you also are thinking like, okay, where is who and so-and-so right now? Because like as much as you can't, you can only suspend so much like, okay, if the Avengers are here, what are they doing right now while this is happening? Like yeah. this star galaxy dude's in the sky and everyone's like, yep. That's, that's that's what makes it hard. That, they'll handle the 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 eternal people got that. One. <laughs> yeah, eh. 
Um, question here from Fields. Says, hey guys, what are some small moments in your lives that led to big things? For me, it would be hearing my wife's voice from across the room when we first met. I just thought her accent was cute, and now we've been together for almost eight years. Oh, that's adorable. What the fuck? It's adorable. I'm going to throw up. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, Christian asking me if I wanted to record a video with him. I guess that would definitely be, I definitely felt like a small kind of like, I would say that I would say that too. I would say when I think for me it was when fruit started bullying me <laughs> that I was like internally I was like well I knew what he was doing like I didn't actually think he was bullying me but I was like internally I was like hey I just made a friend. But that dude was roasting the fuck. Y'all, Mr. Fruit was roasting the shit out of me the first time we met. Like, I just want you to know that. I think when Mr. Fruit maybe first texted me. Like when Christian first texted me telling me to go upvote his Reddit posts. Like that felt so little. That too, that yes. Led to like something kind of bigger. It was like, yo, can you upvote this? I was like, dude, I got you, gang. Yeah, like, and then yep. Reddit banned him because they were jealous of the swag. Well, um, I had to stop doing that too because I realized like you're like, not supposed to ask for, ask for upvotes. When it's like, oh, sorry, I wanted two. All right, jeez, my bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Ironically, I think like all the ones that popped off is like the No and Beyond. That's the one that, or no, Husk of the Pit. That's the one where I didn't like. I literally was uh, leaving. It was like last day of college for the weekend or something. I was headed home. Put the Reddit post up. That's when we left. Went on the trip. And like two days later or whatever, a day later, someone's like, dude, your video is popping off. Um, but as far as like little thing, ironically for me, I think um, back in the day, there was these things we had called lock-ins at my uh, youth group. Um, uh, and the church one was pretty small. And like the first lock-ins before it got really big were literally just like there was like a basement to the church where youth group was usually at. Um, and they had like a walk out into like the parking lot or whatever. But if you live in Colorado or like now that, there. I know, yeah, I know like people probably about. think like basement, but if you know Colorado, like a big walkout floor, I mean, it was a sus basement, but yes, we had lockdowns in there. Well, it was, yeah. Um, part of like the kitchen and stuff. But anyway, yeah. um, so you go there and then there's like once every six months or whatever. And there was like a Friday night and you'd stay in, um, until the morning chill with your friends and go all night, eat pizza, whatever. And it was in the youth group room, the specific room. They had like a CRTV and they were playing some games. Um, and it was a seventh grade, maybe sixth. I don't remember. Um, Probably around sixth or seventh. And I was like, what, what are you guys playing? Oh, we're playing Halo. I'm like, oh, I've heard of Halo. Never played it before. So yeah, let me try. And I remember... There's just this one dude who queerly plays Halo and has Xbox and thinks he's cool, 1v1ing people on Guardian who've never played the game before. I was one of the noobs he eventually stomped. It was like old arcade things. It was like, if you win, you stay. Loser grabs the next drawer. So, all right, let me try. Dumpster it on. And I loved every second of it. And from then on out, that's when my friend ended up getting Halo. I went to his house all summers to play Halo eventually got me to saving up getting my own xbox which got me halo and if none of that if i'd never played that that one match of halo 
that night that church lock in i don't think I'd be i here. remember i played uh an ffa with four other guys that night and i was using the noob combo and one <laughs> of them went this kid's using the noob combo <laughs> well it probably worked on everyone though i mean i was like it was literally like i'm like looking around just getting killed off spawn i'm like this is so cool but yeah i think that's what led me to where i am today so thanks halo um next question here uh is from herbert goats says hey guys just wanted to give a quick congrats to rob and the new engagement wanted to ask if it would be okay if i sent a dream team wedding invitation there's no pressure at all to come or getting a gift you guys have been a part of my daily entertainment for the last few years and that would be to show my appreciation to you guys in the epic content it at least i could offer an invitation to the one of the biggest moments of my life for the squad thanks for being you for everything you guys do i think you kind of just did man like but i'm not going but congratulations yeah i would you know i'll keep the invitation i don't, I don't think yeah. i'd go you could like discord dm us i guess the invitation you could discord dm me because i think i have mine open and then i'll can give it to mr fruit and blue for you if you'd like i appreciate uh, the, the nod though uh carlos from lit hey guys happy you guys uh happy to be here as always what are some investments you either wish to get into or are already invested in? Can be real estate, stocks, crypto, etc. Um, I, I mean, I hate to call them investments, but my CSGO endeavors have actually turned out pretty well. I did buy these six stickers uh, months ago for around 2K. And now China's getting all into these stickers. And those six stickers that I bought are now worth around 6K. So... Uh, 200% return on my investment already in six months. Pretty decent. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, but I mean, I'd love to get more involved in the crypto or not crypto, uh, like <laughs> decent, like investments and stocks, like just normal, like kind of investments and stuff like that. But I feel like I don't have like, kind of like ideas. Cause like I, I, I follow wall street bets on Reddit and I see it every day. It's like, just got $80,000 to zero in two days. It's like, first of all, where'd you get that 80K? Like, and I was like, where do, you where do you just get that? Like, and to just YOLO it into fucking uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, um, so no, I don't get involved into really anything. I mean, we bought our home, so I guess I'm involved in real estate, I guess. But like, I don't have like multiple properties. Um, uh, I mean, I have um, like mutual funds uh, that I've done. I mean, I was lucky to, my parents own their own business and I got to watch it as I grew up. So when I started this too, I immediately knew, even just after my first year. Um, one, I always, um, I was always frugal to start with, but um, helped too because I always knew, okay, keep, this amount of money for taxes don't use this money and then i didn't really use any of it either so i was like invest it because um there's like that exponential curve whatever like the earlier you get in you know unless yeah. the world goes you know tits up then by the time you're 60 or whatever like if you put in the same amount of money you did from like 20 to 30 than you did from like 40 to 60 um you have like 10 times the amount so I was like, oh, I'm just going to get stuff in there early. So that's what I did. Mutual funds, 401k, uh, a Roth IRA, 
And so I've done that every year. And then, um, and then obviously I did some meme stop. Um, made a good bit. That worked out. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Uh, not that I was ever suggesting any of that stuff. Um, are you still in or are you out with GME? No, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. I got my money. I'm out. Okay. Mon- monkey took banana. Monkey. Monkey, monkey took no bananas. Yep. Monkey. Yeah. Um. Did you get involved into Bed Bath and Beyond at all or no? I haven't messed with I, any, felt- I haven't messed with any memes since. Okay. It was too stressful <laughs> during it too. So. Um. Aside from that, um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just some really low risk long-term stocks uh and then i messed around with a little like more volatile recent ones but then day trading type of stuff yeah and then i'm like you know what? this is no this isn't for me it's too waking stressful. up at seven in the morning and realizing your portfolio you know, <laughs> like, like no thank you uh mr westlow <laughs> yeah uh i have a pretty wicked collection of pokemon cards it's not a bad uh not a bad investment there. It is. Hey, I got I got some Pokemon cards too that <laughs> I bought that box from Datto and I just put it in a closet and I'm forget I'm gonna try and forget about it for the next twenty years. Give me it. What the fuck? It's like the twenty fifth anniversary run, the Omega yeah, box. Yeah, give me that. You want <laughs> and that defeats um, the purpose. And then fruit with the last question, uh says, Hey guys, it's been a while since my last question, and I'll keep it very simple. How are you guys treating yourselves and what do you do to help when you're feeling down? Um, I've recently been feeling a lot more down, uh, but actually streaming a lot more has helped with that. I'm trying to get on this consistent streaming schedule where as soon as I wake up, the first thing I do is shower and I go stream. And however long that stream ends, as soon as I'm done streaming, I go to the gym and then I come back and have dinner. So just having that consistent scheduling really helps me. Um, and when I'm feeling down, I talk with Sydney. I open up to my partner. And I would say that helps a ton. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'm all about schedule. I don't know how to function without one. That's um, why I like people always meet me like, oh, you go to bed so early. Yeah, but I want eight hours of sleep. I get up every day at six. And then usually just like browse Reddit for a little bit until I'm like awake, 6.30. Also helps to have the dogs, take the dogs out, get some sun in the back real quick, feed them, start working, and then get X amount of work done, go work out, come back. And then pretty like strict regiment until about like 5 p.m. And then I just do whatever. But that keeps me uh, busy and from my mind from wandering. That's always helped me. Um, and then I always know I struggle most when I'm out of a schedule. Because um, I just am very particular like that. So that's what's always helped me. Um, and then aside from that, uh, over the years I've learned a lot about like coping mechanisms and healthier coping mechanisms and just worrying about my mental health and stuff. So I'll do my best. Mr. Wesler? Uh, honestly, what do I do? Shit. 
Yo, what do I do? <laughs> hey, yo. Play um, Final Fantasy fourteen. Do that. You sweep your guild's house. I do be sweeping. Yeah, I don't know what I do. I think um, for the most part, if I am having like a rough day, I will just cancel everything I'm doing and I'll just like do nothing. Or or if I have enough tough day, I'll just kind of like... I'd say I'd get a, a Dr. Pepper Zero, but like Dr. Pepper Zero when you're down... <laughs> I guess recently I've learned how to like not be as like down for so long like myself because I guess I've learned a lot about like how I cope with things and so like what I do the most now is not any of that I just kind of like like I identify it and I'm just like okay so I'm not gonna put I'm just like gonna put myself out of that situation now so I don't know. I guess I don't let myself get to that point like I used to anymore. Which is why I don't really have my coping mechs. Uh, and I believe that is the last question for GG Over Easy episode 149. Make sure you guys leave a review for GG Over Easy. We're going to be episode 150. Ooh, ooh. Uh, maybe I'll look into like maybe getting some guests or something like that. And we'll get on. We'll do something kind of different now that we're up up at 150 now that we're changed we're changed podcast yeah we've matured uh well thank you guys for listening watching in uh watching in uh <laughs> watching wherever you that guys too. uh do that make sure you guys leave a review make sure you guys tell your friends about the podcast if they like gaming and shit uh make sure you guys follow the gg over easy tiktok which is getting daily or i would say about three or four uploads of clips a week um so yeah We'll catch you guys next episode. Peace out. See Peace, bitches. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.